Hey, I'm Peter. And I'm Heather. Welcome Welcome to to No No Greater Greater Joy, Joy. a parenting podcast to help you raise kids who walk in God's truth all the days of their life. Each episode will give you practical advice that will help you align your parenting with the Word of God. Because in the end, there's There's no no greater joy. Heather, can you believe it? I cannot believe it. We're finally here. (laughs) It's been... Too long. Several, several years in the making. I'm, I'm a, a little <laughs> bit ashamed to admit it. Yeah, we've been wanting to do this podcast for quite a long time. And uh, we know it's a need. It's something that we love to talk about, parenting. I mean, we live it every day, don't we? We have two kids of our own. That's true. It's a pretty big deal. And we know how important it is. That's true. Yeah, really, really, uh, we've had this in our heart for a long time. You know, thinking back to COVID, we wanted to do it. But it's like we had all the time in the world, but just it didn't come together. Uh, a couple years later, here we are. And I feel like at this point, everybody has started a podcast on something. That's true. That's very true. And I love it, to be honest. Yeah. I love that I can go anywhere and listen to anything and learn how to do anything. Yeah. It's great. No, I, you know, taking a walk, doing yard work, uh, anything, you know, driving the car, anything where you have a few minutes to just like put your headphones on. It's kind of, I feel like it, it allows you to kind of go to a different place and, and learn, but also think It's therapeutic. uh, Yeah. Totally. Totally therapeutic. But, you know, that's the heart of this podcast, right, is that we we've spent a lot of years parenting now. It's sad to say, and it definitely ages us, but we definitely have been parenting for some time. And I remember when I was a fresh new parent and I'm looking for places to go. I'm looking for like, what blog can I read? What vlog can I watch? What person can I talk to to help me get through this time? And we thought that, hey, what if we just brought all of those answers to one place and we made it easy for parents to find? So yeah. that kind of is what birthed this. Yeah, you know, uh, we've been doing parenting now for a little bit, but we've been doing ministry for a really long time. And uh, God has been gracious to give us some really great relationships. And uh, and we want to take the things that we've learned through discipling our kids, but also other people's kids and working mm-hmm. with families you know, a lot of what we do in children's ministry, it is family ministry. And so we want to take those things, put them together and really create a conversation. So if you're just tuning in episode one, we want to thank you for being here with us. Yes, thank you. Welcome. Let's give it up for them. Ooh, Welcome to the show. Welcome. And uh, this is the this is it. We've we finally arrived. Yeah. <laughs> no Greater Joy podcast. So Heather, why did we name it the No Greater Joy podcast? Well, I think like any good podcaster, we had a great idea. We didn't quite have a name yet. So we were like, man, what are we going to do? And so naturally, because we know where the greatest parenting source is, which is the word of God. uh, And so we kind of started going, okay, let's look. What does the Bible have to say about parenting? So we found, and this verse is not something I just stumbled upon. We use this a lot when we teach parenting classes and things like that. But in third John one, four, it says, I have no greater joy than this to hear that my children are living in the truth. And that resonates so much with me as a mom, because it really is true. We get so caught up as parents in our kids' future and like, are they going to be a great athlete? Are they going to make it through school? Right. Are they going to get good grades? Are they going to do all these amazing things? Are they going to be okay? Sometimes it's really just as simple as that. Are they yeah. going to be okay? And it really, this verse brings it really clear that like, man, 
if at the end of my life I have taught my kids to walk in the truth, to walk knowing who God is, then I've done it. Right. I've, I've been successful. So we really loved that verse and thought, man, I bet there's just a lot of parents out there that would be encouraged by, you know, if I could just get my kids to love Jesus, that's that's the end result. That's the win. What I feel like there's there is phases with parenting or there's um, there's fads, there's things that come and go on the, the whole spectrum of parenting in general, you know, from disciplining to not disciplining to media and, and, you know, all of it combined. There's these waves that come that we've kind of watched over the years. And there is already a million books on parenting. It's like we're not creating anything that hasn't already been done. Right. But I really loved in that verse where it talks about the truth, right? Because truth is kind of a hot topic. It's a, it's a word that you hear often. Mm-hmm. Everybody has different kinds of truths um, and people are pursuing truths. And really for us, I think we found that really, if you think about it, the Bible is a parenting book. Mm-hmm. It is God parenting his kids, God parenting his creation. And so, you know, to sum that whole verse up at the end of my life, if I find that my kids are walking with God, that doesn't really, it, none of, none of the other things matter how much money they made, right? Um, their achievements or accomplishments. Those are all things that we celebrate and we love and they, they make our child unique. But at the end of the day, you know, because I'm in the season of life where I really want to look at older guys. I'm looking yeah. at guys who've been doing things for a long time, mm-hmm. learning from them. I want to see people who are doing things consistently for a long time. And you hear them talking about like into my life, what's, what's the most important thing? Right. Well, I think it's, you know, are your kids walking with God? Right. Cause we, we talk about all the time. The only thing you can take to heaven is your, your kids. kids. That's exactly right. It's the only thing that we get to take with us is our children. And that's such good perspective today. I feel like some mom probably needs to hear that. Right. Amen. Yeah. Shot it from the back <laughs> today. You know, if at the end of your life, You may be spending every day waking up every morning, waking up in the middle of the night with that baby, or maybe your kid's a junior hire now and you're back to like sleepless nights because you don't know who the heck they're hanging out with at school and whatever that looks like, you know, just know that, man, I get to take my kids with me to heaven and that is the most important thing. So maybe that lifted weight today or maybe that added (laughs) a bunch, Uh, but you know, yeah, maybe it scared you a little, but it's a healthy fear. And so I think it's really great to remember that and to parent off of that. And that's one of those things that we've always tried to focus on is when we parent for us personally is really just thinking about the end in mind, thinking about, you know, who are they going to be when they become an adult? Right. Who are they going to be when, um, when they get older, what, what's the going to be the, the story of their life? Right. And ultimately eternally, where do they end up? Yeah. Um, and so when I see that word, the truth, you know, I'm thinking about God's truth. Absolutely. Thinking about his, his, his words in the Bible. And that's the most important thing for me. I uh, was where, where do my kids end up? Who, who's a relationship with that takes priority over everything. And so when we read that verse, that's really what kind of sparked this idea of no greater joy. So when you hear us using that language, no greater joy, it's in, in reference to walking in the truth. And that's kind of the biggest deal. So doing a podcast and t- tell the listeners, let's talk about it for a second. You know, our heart for wanting to do this, you know, talk about how we had those meetings at the beginning of the financial year and trying to set money aside because our goal is to what this year with parents, like 
What's our goal? We to want reach a resource. Yeah. We really want to resource parents this year. You know, I know, like I said, this goes back to, I remember the moment that my daughter, our daughter was born. My daughter, it's our daughter. Thank you. Just, <laughs> I was our there. daughter was born. And I remember, you know, you do this whole process. You wait nine months for this amazing baby. And then they handed her to me. And I just remember feeling like, oh my gosh, I'm so scared. What if I do this wrong? And, you know, knowing that I've been in the exact place you've been, whoever's listening right now, thinking, man, I don't know if I have all the answers. And quite honestly, the truth is we don't. We don't when we're, I mean, we're literally thrusted into parenting. No, nobody's giving you a handbook at the hospital, like how to raise a great child. You know, nobody's yeah. doing that. And so you're really left alone to figure out what feels like you're alone. And parenting can be very lonely. And um, it's not meant to be is what we're yeah. hoping that this becomes, that you understand that it's not meant to be lonely. Um, there is a place that you can look for for answers. And a lot can be found in the Bible, like you were saying. Bible is a great parenting book. Um, but also in the village. Yeah. There's, you know, they say it takes a village. And that's that's really a biblical thing. You know, yeah. I, it, the world would take credit for that one. But I think that, uh, you know, God designed it that way. He All designed right. it for us to be in community and um, so the the whole goal for this, we actually set finances aside. We set time aside. We, we at the beginning of this year, our team sat around, we prayed about and we thought, how can we resource as parents best? Right. And this is uh, the idea we came up with. Yeah. Yeah. Really trying to make it a priority because, you know, we've been doing ministry for a long time. We've seen, um, you know, we're in the, the phase where. The kids that started out with us when we were first in ministry, they're now oh, married, grown, having kids. They've completed college and uh, they're bringing their kids back to the ministry that they were once in. And so, you know, we've been doing it for a while. And, um, you know, you see these phases <clears throat> where the kids come in and they grow up and they, they go off to college and they, they do their thing. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and we really want to have conversations with parents. These are things that come up kind of throughout the kid's life. And right. these are conversations that come up all the time. And so really the podcast is a place for us to put all those conversations together right. that eventually a parent is going to have. Mm -hmm. They're going to run into, okay, well, this phase of development, you know, like one that we have just off the top of my head uh, is when, you know, kids start to, in adolescence, own their own faith. Right. It's a big they, one. Yeah. And they start to go, you might, as a parent, you might hear the kids say, well, I don't want to go to church. And right. then parents go, oh no. <laughs> oh no, what does this mean? And they're, they're worried and they're praying and they're seeking advice. And, and I love having that conversation in the hallway on a Sunday where I get to go, it's okay. It's normal. It's normal. Totally yeah. normal. You know, or they say things like, I don't believe in God. It's like the yeah. shock, the <laughs> shock, shock statement, value. <laughs> you know, and, uh, that's just because they're, they're starting to wrap their mind around what is faith. Actually, we just had a, a similar conversation with our son yep. this last week and, he was kind of getting bullied for for being a Christian, and mm -hmm. it opened the door for us to have a really special moment, and just be able to pray with him and talk to him about faith. And but that's what's happening. He's wrapping his mind around creating his own faith right. belief system. So good. And uh, and so you know we have these parent conversations over the years, over and over again, and with every parent. And and so I wanted to create a place where we could store all of that, those conversations. Mm -hmm. And then really the heart is in all these years of ministry and in parenting is bring in the relationships of, of people who are experts in a certain field. Yeah, absolutely. To talk about the things that parents really want to know. You know, I put it on my social media this week, like, hey, what do you wish that the church would talk about in terms right. of parenting? Yeah, because that's something we, we want you to know, too, is like, hey, we 
we definitely are not here saying that we have all the answers, but we have over the years made connections with some really great people that have helped us in our parenting journey and have taught us some things. And so we're just hoping to bring those to you. So hopefully that is what will yeah. happen. <laughs> I love uh, partnering with the right people who've already figured it out and learning from them. Mm-hmm. I've done that since day one in our ministry, you know, flying to other churches or flying to other leaders and saying, teach me, let me soak it all up, or even from afar, just taking it from their social media or whatever else. Uh, but the same is true about parenting. Yeah. You know, at, at this season of my, our life in parenting, I want to look to the people who are raising high schoolers and college age kids and being like, hey, what's working? What what's are they not? facing? Yeah. What's not? <laughs> exactly. And, uh, and you know, instead of re- recreating the wheel, just learning from those ahead of us. So, Absolutely. So we've already got some connections. Um, we're looking forward to it. But hey, if you want to talk about a certain topic, feel free to hit us up on our social media and, Absolutely. and you know, or hit us up on the weekend if you see us at church and just uh, we want to talk about stuff that is important to parents, where they're at in their season of life and what they're facing with their kids. So, you know, um, we talk about why it's important to think about the end of mind. I mentioned it earlier. Heather, talk about kind of your experience in the past with even that that idea of, we called it fast forward parenting back in the day. Yeah. Why is it important as parents to kind of have this perspective of the end? You know, I feel like as a parent, you, it is so easy to get, I'm going to use the word consumed, <laughs> to get consumed and really microscopic. Like I have zoomed in on this one problem with my yeah. kid right now. And it can feel all consuming and overwhelming. You know, you hit those, uh, you, this amazing baby is now walking and all of a sudden they're biting everybody in their sight. You know, they're two years old now and you're like, what is going on? It's like Nobody week. wants to go to a play date with me anymore. Right. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> it's like what's happening. And it's really easy to feel overwhelmed. It seems so silly talking about it now, but I remember being in that moment mm-hmm. and thinking like, oh gosh, like this is going to be it forever. But, but, you know, I remember sitting with a friend and then being like, they're not going to bite everybody forever, Heather. That's just not how it works, you know, or even being, maybe you have a kiddo that maybe they have some speech delays and you feel like, oh gosh, I don't know, yeah. you know, are they, what's going on? And having somebody who maybe has been through that before really helps and helps you to see the bigger picture. And so, um, it's kind of been a philosophy that we've always parented with of like, okay, let's parent with the end in mind. Mm-hmm. Let's parent with, okay. If at the end of the day, you know, we have a kid that's struggling in school. It can feel really overwhelming. Everyday parent, you know, uh, homeschool, home sorry, homework is, we did homeschooling as well. That was really tough. So if you're a homeschool mom, prop shout out. <laughs> Woo-hoo. Um, but We you know, salute you. Yeah, you're doing homework every day and it feels like a struggle and you feel like, oh my gosh, my kids are not meeting where they need to be. And the teachers are telling you every day like, oh, they're not hitting the mark. They're just not there. And you're, you absolutely feel like a failure as a parent mm-hmm. in those moments. But when I remember at the end of the day, that there's no greater joy than my kids walking in truth. Yeah, my kid might struggle with reading, but they love Jesus yeah. with all of their heart. And they're going to be a good man someday because I'm going to make sure that's the case. Yeah. And those are the things that matter. And we lose sight of that in the moment. And so remembering every now and then taking a break and going, okay, God, but what do you have to say about my kid? Who's my kid going to be? Yeah. So does it really matter if they're a whiz at division? No, probably not. Right. I mean, do they need to know it? Sure. Education is really important. Academia is really important. But you know what's most more important? Their relationship with God. Yeah. And so just keeping that in mind that like, man, I think our uh, our thermometer or however you want to gauge, you know, what it is to be a good parent, you know, the 
I think we get it mixed up. Yeah. I think we get it mixed up sometimes. And so keeping the end in mind, keeping the idea of like, okay, let's fast forward. Let's look at their life going forward. Yeah. I, you know, are, are they serving God in the future? Are they on a path to serving God? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I am winning. Yeah. I'm winning right now. Well, we talk about how you're not raising kids, you're raising future adults. Exactly. Right. So just being able to take that perspective. And I like what you said about, you know, in, in a certain phase of, of parenting or a kid's development, you know, it can feel overwhelming. Mm, so much. And I think that that's definitely a revelation for parents. If you're just starting on your journey is that I feel like at every phase, there is a part that feels overwhelming. Every moment of development, every moment of regression, every moment of uh, what decision to make, there is a part in us as, as humans, it's like, oh, this is a lot and it's overwhelming and I don't know what choice to make. And so, you know, again, it goes back to the, the bigger perspective of pulling out of the moment of frustration and saying, okay, but what's most important? Right. Okay. My kid is, is on the path with, with God. And, and, uh, like you said, academia, sports, yeah. friends, all relationships, teach great things. Yeah. Always, always important. But we go back to the, the, the simple thing of them walking in the truth That's it. and thinking about who they're going to become in the future. And, you know, God's plan is so much greater than ours as parents. You know, we, when we talk about uh, we have our dedication services, we dedicate children to God when they're young at church. You know, it's like uh, we just think about, you know, their life and, and what we're setting up. It's so much more than just a moment of prayer. Right. It's a lifestyle that we're choosing to, to, to lead. And it's a journey. And um, there's so much that comes in and out. But those momentary overwhelming motions um, if you can pull back and get the support and get the resources, mm -hmm. they really are just a, a moment. And when you pull back and you get the village around you, you get a perspective of God's word. It really helps you to clarify that like, okay, I'm going to be okay. Yeah. It's that encouragement you need in the moment. I'm going to be all right. My kid's going to be all right. Ultimately. Yeah. And, uh, they're still on target. Mm -hmm. I think it'd be good to mention right here too, while you're saying that, that, uh, like I had mentioned in the beginning, parenting can be pretty lonely. Totally. Like it, it's almost like, you know, God's plan a for the salvation of the world is the church and the yeah. church is people. us. It's people. Yep. It's the body of Christ. Right? right. And if the enemy can get you to isolate and can get you to feel alone and convince you to be defeated, that is his best attack against the church, against the body of Christ. Right. Is is I can attack parents. Yeah. I, if I can attack parents and get them defeated and make them feel like failures, then they're going to be, you know, th then I've won, right. you know? And the truth is, is that there's a, there's a tendency for us to isolate as human beings. Right. You know, we kind of go inward and we go like, Oh, this is my problem. These are my kids. I'm responsible for raising them. And part of that is true. Right. But that's how deception works. Yeah. It always starts in a truth. Right. Right. Um, so the truth is if you're not in a small group, if you're not, consistently yeah. coming to church every weekend. I'm not doing this to promote church. Uh, <laughs> I'm doing this because I know I've seen it work in my own life in the seasons when my kids were really young and it was hard to get out of the house and I didn't want to go to small groups. Um, there was a tendency for me to withdraw, yeah. but I found that my best breakthrough, my best moments of encouragement when I was my best as a parent yeah. has always been in groups with other Christians. Yeah. So I want to encourage you right now, if you're not in a small group, if you're not in a mom's group, if you're not coming to church every week, do it, yeah. do it. Let me encourage you to do it because right. it will change everything drastically. Right. 
And I feel like, you know, from our experience, this even happened this last week. Um, the isolation thing is so real where, where parents face a, a struggle moment with their kids. Mm. You know, maybe it's something new that they're facing or going through or a challenge. There is a little bit of like embarrassment or shame that kind of comes with that. Totally. And so the tendency for parents is to kind of pull back, try to deal with it at home, try to kind of figure it out and stress about it and cry. And, uh, and I think we always win when the church and the parents can come together. Absolutely. We always win when we can come together and it's like, Hey, I can tell you what's going on as a parent and the church leader can say, Hey, here's, here's what we can do. And here's the resources and the support. Mm -hmm. And they come together and they're on the same page. And then it's like together they can make a decision to help the parents. Parents ultimately have to make the choice at the end of the day what they do for their kids. Right. But the tendency for parents is to pull back and say, oh, it's kind of embarrassing. I, you know, they're too busy. I don't want to ask. Um, but, you know, I had a great conversation with a parent this last week where it was like we got to come together, make a plan and really work together to make it uh, their child's moment of struggle a success. And uh, so it, was, it was actually pretty pretty beautiful when we came together it was like oh we're on the same page and you know it it eliminates the enemy's opportunity to uh pick on you and isolate you and, and tell you that you don't have what it takes or your kid's not gonna turn out okay and you know it, it pushes all those lies out the window definitely so you know we've talked about the podcast why we're doing it what the purpose is all that we want to do and uh you know no greater joy just thinking about the end of their life um, you know, this conversation about whose responsibility is it to raise kids who follow God? You know, I think uh, what we see a lot of times is you've got the church looking at the parents and saying, man, I, it's, I wish they could see what we see on a weekly basis right. with all of these right. kids. And, and man, if they would just, you know, think about things this way or see this perspective, uh, you know, then this would really help their kids or really be great for their family. And you've got the parents, it seems like, looking at the church saying, man, I wish they could do more and I wish they would research more. And, yeah. you know, so let's talk about it for a minute. Whose responsibility mm. is it to raise kids that follow God and, and have a relationship with him? This is the age old question, isn't it? Uh, you know, <laughs> I feel like I feel like most people would say both. Yeah. And I, I would say both. I would say it's it's both of our responsibilities. But when I think the only place we really can look, I don't think we can make assumptions. I think we have to look at the word of God and what mm. the word of God says, because obviously that is the final truth. If we're going to talk about kids walking in truth. Yeah, right. Um, and so, you know, I think the best description that we find in the Bible, the best like definition of parenting that we can find uh, is in Deuteronomy. That's the old, old school, Old Testament, whatever you want to call it. Uh, old Testament we see in chapter six, verses five through seven. It says, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and mind and with all your soul and with all your strength. So basically your entire being. These words, which I'm commanding you today shall be written on your heart and mind. Here's the parenting part. You shall teach them diligently to your children impressing God's precepts on their mind and penetrating their hearts with his truths and shall speak of them when you sit in your house, yeah. when you walk on the road, yeah. when you lie down, when you get up and the verse goes on and on basically. Yeah. Basically every time, yeah. all the time, all day long. You know, we like to think of parenting, I think, unfortunately as a moment, mm. 
You know, have you ever been like hanging out with, and maybe you've said it before. I know I have before where you've been like sitting, talking with friends, maybe you're at a play date or something. Then you're like, hold on real quick. I got to go parent, you know, like, hold on. I'm about to go throw down, you know, like <laughs> just hold on a second. And, um, you know, sometimes we look at parenting like that, like it's this moment, but the reality is it's, it's a noun. It's a, I am a parent. Mm. It's who I am. It's who God's called me to be. And because of that, um, every moment that I live my life, everything I do, every decision I make, every word, colorful word or not that I choose to say or not say when my Uh little kids ears are around, Uh right? Every, every time I'm talking about somebody, anytime I'm doing anything like that, my kids are watching and you know, you've heard the whole thing. If you've been around church long enough, you've heard that, uh, things are caught, not taught, you Mm -hmm. know, kind of this idea that your kids are watching you Mm -hmm. and they learn more from what you do Mm -hmm. than what you say. And so I'm going to teach you something right now, really practical that you're never going to say again. And maybe your parents said it and maybe they just didn't know better. Maybe you've said it before, but we're going to remove this saying from our parenting. Here we go. It's this right here, right now. Do as I say, not as I do. That is the worst thing ever. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. Yeah. You know, you can't say, you can't be like, man, I'm going to go do this, but don't ever say that to me. You know, like it just, it doesn't work. They're yeah. watching you. You are the example. Kids learn how to walk by watching you walk. Yeah. They learn how to talk by listening to you talk. And so we can't say, hey, do better than me. I mean, we all hope that our kids do better than us 100%, yeah. but um, we have to really strive to be the example. You know, I... And I am very, very privileged and very lucky to grow up in the home that I have. I have incredible parents and incredible grandparents. I come from a long line of Christian men of God and women of God. And one of the things that my grandpa did growing up that he taught his four boys who are all now pastors. So there's something right here. There's just something right that they did right is you can say what I say. You can eat what I eat. You can drink what I drink. You can watch what I watch. Basically, living Deuteronomy 6 is like, hey, whatever I do, you can do. Whatever I say, you can say. And um, so we've kind of lived that principle in our parenting, or we've tried to anyways. And uh, my dad did, and he taught us three girls the same thing. And, um, you know, it really is a great way to parent. And so we see here in the Bible, the first answer is, It's the parent's job to parent the kids, to teach them up, to train them up in the way of the Lord. All of that is on the parents. Heavy load. Take a deep breath. (sighs) Maybe that was hard to hear, but it really is majority. Yeah, it is on you. Now, you're not going to have all the answers, so here's where the church comes in. Uh, Maybe, Peter, you want to talk about this one a little bit, about where the church comes in. Yeah, I think, you know, looking at recent data, we, we love looking at analytical data, looking at what the trends are, what the churches are facing, all of those things, there's a little bit of finger pointing happening. Totally. And it's like, uh, no, you, no, you, and, you know, and <laughs> I think really the answer is we're better together. We're stronger together. Um, collectively, you know, the, the whole, uh, truth about us raising kids as a community is so strong and important. And, uh, it's the church's job to really encourage to resource, to strengthen the relationship. Obviously, you know, um, the parents are the kids, you know, they're their um, spiritual formators. They're their spiritual disciples. Um, But the church needs to support and together we need to be on the same page. Correct. I think it's really beautiful when we're together on stuff and we can say the same things because there's, there's a, 
you know, if you've got younger kids, there is a, a transactional moment or transitional moment coming where your kids are going to need someone to say the stuff that you're saying, but it's not you. Right. And so uh, that, that happens for real around sixth grade. We'll talk about that later in another show, but happens for real. And it's, uh, you need small group leaders, you need coaches, you need uh, people to disciple your kids and say the same stuff uh, because your kid's going to change their perspectives and their relationships. And so, yeah, right. it's, it's both and the parents Absolutely. are their first spiritual formation, you know, covering and discipling, but the church has to come alongside and, yeah. and, and say the same stuff and, and support them and all that. So it really does take both of us. I think too, uh, the curriculum we use at the father's house for our kids ministry on the weekends is orange. That is the mm -hmm. curriculum we use. And they say it so beautifully. Uh, parents are the people that have the greatest impact on a child. Hands down. Yeah. I mean, even if you think of it in, in terms of how much time we get to teach a kid, right? right? We're with a kid for an hour and 15 minutes on a weekend, maybe an hour and 30. Right. Uh, if, if the pastor gets really passionate about what they're teaching, right? Um, but a parent, you know, they get 3,000 hours. You know, I mean, it's like, it's crazy the difference between what we get versus what a parent gets, right? Yeah. It's like totally crazy amount more, right? It's like so many more hours in a month and a year and yeah. a, you know, whatever we get like 40, they get 3000 in right. a year. Right. So if parents have the greatest impact on a kid, who has the greatest impact on parents? Mm -hmm. Well, we know that that's the church yeah. in the Christian world. Right. And the reason why is because when you come to church, Jesus tells us not to neglect the gathering together, right? Not to neglect it because we read in Galatians chapter six, that we bear one another's burdens. Yeah. Right. We read in Galatians that, you know, we are to serve each other right. and to show each other love. We learn that iron sharpens iron. We learn all of those things within the context of community and not just community, but uh, godly community. Yeah. Right. And um, so it's so important that you are in church consistently because that's God designed the church. So being in God's house is where you can learn how to be the best version of you. And when you as parents are the best version of you, yeah. then you can parent your kids the best way possible. Right. And so it's so important, you know, it's maybe it's not the church's direct job to teach your children about Jesus, but it is our job to resource you and yeah. it is our job to equip you. And it is our job to have answers that you may, your kids may ask some crazy question one day that you're like, you know what? I have no idea. Yeah. Let me go ask a pastor at the church. And let me tell you, we would love to, either find the answers or maybe we have them, but, uh, you know, the church is a really big deal. And, um, you know, I think if God created you as a parent that to raise this kid, that means you have everything you need to do it, but you may need some support in times. That's and right. that's where the church comes in. Well, that's so true. And, and, uh, like she was just saying, God chose you mm -hmm. to be your kid's parent. God chose you. He knew what he was doing. You know, it's not a mistake. And um, for that reason, God will equip you. And yep. for that reason, God has brought us together to do it together. And so that's kind of the premise of what we're doing, having these conversations, is we want to encourage you, support you, resource you, and really together uh, get a fresh perspective from God's word on why parenting is such a big deal. That's right. Why it's hard, why it's uh, tiresome at times. But at the end of the day, there really is no greater joy. We see that's our right. kids walking in the truth. And uh, so we're looking forward to it. We're so excited. And uh, we want to encourage you to follow us, you know, on social media, um, Instagram, at Peter Stowe, at Heather Stowe. 
Give us a follow. Our website, we're working on it right now, and uh, stowministries.com. But uh, shoot us a message. Shoot us a text if you have our number. And uh, we want to talk about the things that are important to you guys. Yeah. And we have a whole list of things that we kind of have in our mind, in our hearts that we've been you know, building for years. We have an actual document that's just got line upon line about like these are amazing topics. Uh, we're going to have some conversations, but we want to get real. And uh, we also want to pray for you. That's um, right. We want to pray for you today at the end of the episode and just encourage you as a parent. God knows what he's doing. He picked you. Yeah. You've got what it takes. Be encouraged today. God is for you. Uh, so let's pray and close out the show. And uh, we're just so excited for what we're going to be able to do with this this show. So, Father, we thank you for your grace on our lives. God, thank you that you have called us to raise kids that follow you. And I just pray that you would just, um, God, give us inspiration from your word. Give us understanding. God, our heart is that our kids would stay connected to you and walk with you and have a relationship all the days of their life. So I pray for every parent listening. Encourage them. Uh, God, thank you that we get to have this platform, and I pray that you would use it to strengthen us as parents to uh, do the best job we can and allow the Holy Spirit to fill in every gap and to strengthen us. And God, that our families would be connected to you at a greater level and that we would see our kids win and uh, exceed at life. And so, Father, thank you for uh, what you're doing and always speaking to us. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. Be encouraged. We love you. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to this episode of No Greater Joy. For more episodes and resources, visit stowministries.com, where you'll also find links to connect with us on social media. Parenting can be tough, so let's stick together. Because in the end, there's there's no no greater greater joy. joy.